Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Top Realtors in Connecticut. I'm on with uh, Jennifer Hunt from Berkshire Hathaway. Jennifer has extensive experience in the real estate industry, helping countless clients to navigate through the complex world of buying and selling real estate. Uh, so thank you so much for being on this show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask my first question. What are the benefits of working with an agent versus going solo? Like some people think, oh, the market's really hot. I can sell my house on my own and save the commission. Like, what are your thoughts about? Well, that, that's true, especially here in the Northeast. Um, the market is very hot right now still. Despite uh, the lag in inventory, inventory remains uh, very tight not a lot of uh, listings on the market. So when somebody does list, they're they're pretty sure to get a lot of activity on their home. But it really is beneficial to go with an experienced agent because once your home is listed, and especially once you receive an offer on that home, that's when the real work actually begins. You're going to be, your agent is going to be um, meeting with not only the buyer's agent of your home, but also typically with the appraiser, you're gonna to have to deal with home inspection issues. Um, there's a lot of things that come up between the writing of the contract and the closing that you're gonna need an experienced agent to, to work you through. Just the contracts alone, there's so many different contracts that can come through. And I've had to present upwards of you know, 29, 30 offers to a seller and just to navigate and understand the terms and contingencies of those contracts, you really need professional eyes on that to help explain it to you. It can be very overwhelming. Right, right. Plus um, also experience with other um, transaction, like you've seen everything before and all the information is right at hand. If Right. There's so many, especially in this busy market with, with every house, if you're getting multiple offers, there's so many different contingencies that come up. If it's escalation clauses, do you know what an escalation clause is, how to read it, how to understand it? What if there's multiple escalation clauses or appraisal gaps? If a buyer writes an offer with an appraisal gap, do you know how to understand what that means? So it really does help a seller to have a professional on their side to go through step-by-step step and explain all of these offers. And then because price, while price is one of the main considerations, obviously to a seller, it's not always the, the final say. There's other contingencies that can really make a difference to an offer, to a strong offer. And that including financing, where are the buyers getting their financing from? What is, what is their mortgage, mortgage contingency date? Things like that. Okay. Um... What what sets your real estate services apart from others in the industry? I've been doing this for a long time and I it's funny you should ask. I have to share a quick little snippet yeah, um, with yeah. you of something that happened to me last week. I was at an open house and it was crazy busy. I met a lot, a lot of people. And one of the um couples I met, they didn't have an agent, they were buyers, they were just starting to look and they said, I offered my services to help them. And so we scheduled an appointment to go see a house in the future. And when I got there, we we met again, I showed them the house and they said, we really want to work with you. I said, well, that's wonderful. You know, what made up your mind? And they said, you showed up. 
I said, no. what do you mean I showed up? They said, you showed up to our appointment. You were on time. You brought paperwork. So that that made me a little bit nervous thinking you can just do the bare minimum to get by, which scares me that so many agents aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. But not only that, with me, it's the follow-up. I don't just get a client and work with them for the transaction. My goal is to always form a partnership with my clients because I want them in the passenger seat with me. I want to list the house with them, buy the house with them. I want their input on why, what is great about their house that we're selling? You know, what are some steps we might have to overcome for potential buyers? So I think obviously being a professional, doing what you say you're going to do, following through, but then forming a real relationship with your clients and partnering. I think it has to be a partnership so you can make it through the transaction. And then, you know, for, we call, I call myself a forever agent, um, because I want to be their forever agent. I want to be here not just for that transaction, but for their questions down the road, if they need a plumber, if they need a roofer. Um, so it's just forming those relationships and really caring about your clients, not just about closing a deal. Got it. Got it. Great. That's true. Um, another question that I have is, what are the common mistakes that people make when buying or selling a home? Oh, goodness, when buying or selling a home. Um, well, I think, like you said, when selling a home, sometimes they think, you know, it's just putting a sign in the front yard and selling a home. And like we said earlier, even in a busy market, when it really is a seller's market, there's a lot more that goes into it than just putting a sign in front of your house. Um, and then when buying a home, you're really going to need a professional with you because if you're if you're looking to buy a home, whether you're a first-time home buyer or a second or third time home buyer, especially in our market, our local market right now, you need tips and tricks to help write the strongest offer. Um, so you need to put some thought into this. You need to be ready. You need to make sure you're out there with your pre-approval letter that you get from a lender. If, um, if you're writing an offer, make sure you have your stuff lined up, have your pre-approval letter, and then speak with an agent so you can have some ideas of how can I get my offer to stand out. You can't just hurry and write the offer and throw a price on it and, and hope for the best. You have to think through strategies. So buyers have to have knowledge. They have to meet with their agent, have a buyer consultation, and talk about some things that can help them um, to, to, win their, to win the home of their dreams. So they can talk about, like I mentioned earlier, uh, writing an appraisal gap, which means if the house is listed for 400 and the buyer wants to go in a little bit higher, maybe 430, 440, what happens if that house only appraises at 400? There's a gap there. Is the buyer going to make that up with cash at closing? Talk about different strategies. Make sure you have a plan and action to move forward with the purchase of your home. Um, talk about escalation clauses, like I mentioned, which says you can write a clause in your offer that says, I'm willing to offer you 420 for your house, but I'll, I'll offer you $1,000 more than your best offer up to mm -hmm. 440. So there's, there's different things that an agent can help their buyer um, to learn about, to make strong offers. So I think a mistake is just not being prepared. You, you really need to be prepared and be informed. And that's exactly what I do. I sit down and I prepare and I inform both my buyers and my sellers prior to listing or to going out there and hitting the pavement and seeing homes. Nice, nice. That's that's really true. Um, what are the current trends in today's market, and how do they affect like buyers and sellers? 
Well, like I said, while uh, buyer demand, it might be down a little bit nationwide, but if you look the, the pre-pandemic years, um, obviously during the pandemic, we, we had, it, it's kind of hard to compare things to those 2021, 2022. I just read an article, they were, they were referring to those as the unicorn years because it's just not a true comparison to the market. Um, but right now, you know, the, the rates are just bumping a little bit higher. They just went over seven. But rising wages are helping home buyers amid those higher rates. Uh, the job market is still growing. So the demand for homes is stronger than expected this spring. They weren't, um, you know, people who were talking about all the experts were not expecting a spring as strong as we've had. And while these new listings, they're lagging, it's still, it's still a tight inventory. We're having a very active spring market. And um, I know there's been talk, people have talked about a recession towards the end of the year, but um, a recession doesn't mean, doesn't mean falling prices. It doesn't mean a, it doesn't mean a housing crisis. So a recession could mean lower mortgage rates. So it's things that we're going to have to, to wait and, and see. But I think as far as buyers and sellers, I've looked at the Experts who have talked about prices have the prices bottomed out and they're going to start going back up. I think we're saying they're pretty stagnant right now. They're, they're not moving too, too much for the rest of the year. So I feel firmly that um, prices are not going to drop, at least not in our neck of the woods. So it's, a, it's still a great time to sell. We still see multiple offers here and a low inventory. So if you're thinking about selling, it really is still a great time to put your house in the market. And if you're thinking about buying, I love to talk to my buyers about all of these strategies. It's not always easy right now for buyers, but there's ways, there's ways to get your offer accepted. So. Nice. Um, another question I would have, what are the top factors to consider when buying a home? The top factors. Well, I think you need to think to, to yourself, what, why? First of all, why are you moving? Is it something you definitely want to do? Um, it's always been location with real estate. Location, 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 like they say. So as long as you know you want to move, lots of lots of sellers right now are sitting on a, on a, a great rate and they don't want to sell and, and jump to a higher rate, but there's reasons people have to, people have family changes, people have, you know, life changes. If you do need to move right now and moving is in your future, then that's something I think that you, you, I would not wait. Don't wait for prices to fall, you know, go ahead and, and make that move. But then your, your considerations while moving is um, probably why you want to be where you want to be. And be in the right place and then put together those strategies to, to help get you in the right place. Very true. Um, and for sellers, how do you think they can increase the value of a property before selling? Curb appeal is big. You still, I mean, even, if, even though it's a seller's market and homes are going quickly, not yeah. all homes are going, you know, it's not, it's not crazy pandemic years where you list your house and it's gone in four hours. Um, some, sometimes that still happens. Sometimes it's taking homes a little bit longer, but you still want to do the right things to figure home to show um, the right way to potential buyers. First impressions always matter. So you want upon first impressions, when those buyers get out of their car, 
think about what they're viewing. We want to have a nice entryway. We want to have a nice outside of your home. And then on the inside, we want it clean. We want it uncluttered. If you needed staging, I can help set you up with someone to help stage your home. But sometimes homes need a little bit of touch-up paint on the inside. I often tell my sellers, I would not, if say, say you wanted to update the kitchen and the kitchen's very dated, I don't advise redoing a kitchen to move. If you want to redo the kitchen and enjoy it for five or eight years, that's great. But I would not invest all the money in that kitchen to redo it just to turn around and sell it. Wow. I think you should make the most of what it is now. Um, clean it up, make it look nice. And it's it's hard to tell without being in the home. But right, once right. you have an agent walk through, they can definitely point out the the hot spots that need to be addressed prior to listing. Wow. That, that is, I think, perfect tip. Like, don't jump into doing good, big investment. Like, a kitchen can be very costly. Right. Um, and you're probably not going to get that cost back in the sale of the home. Right. There's other ways to make it look nice. You don't have to start tearing out cabinets yeah. and replacing countertops and all of that just to sell it. Right. Perfect. Um, so... How how can a can a buyer really tell if a property is a, is a good investment opportunity? Well, that's that's solely up to the, to the buyer, quite honestly. And at, at this point, I've had this conversation with so many buyers when they find a place they love, um, and in this in this market where homes are going sometimes well above asking in multiple yeah. offers, you know, they'll ask me to to pull the comparable homes and, right. and to tell them what what they've sold for. So we we look at other homes that the buyers are looking at that might be similar to this subject home. And while I can do that and I can tell you what the homes have sold for in the last six months, when it comes down to it, it's it's how much does this buyer want to spend on this home? And I tell my buyers, I say, listen, put your best foot forward from the get-go. Gone right now are the days of writing an offer and waiting for the seller to come back negotiate back and forth, go back for a second or a third showing. That's not happening anymore. Go in, we see the house. If you absolutely love it, we put together the offer and we go in with their best price and their best contingencies. Sometimes it's a home inspection. So I've had, I've heard some buyers completely waive the home inspection wow. because they want they want to get the house. That sounds great to a seller. I would not advise it for a buyer. Right. Right. I, I would not buy a house without a home inspection, nor would I tell my buyer to. But you can do an as is home inspection where you tell the seller, right. I want to reserve the right to do my due diligence. I want to inspect the home. I won't ask you to fix anything. But if I don't like what I see, I'm not going to move forward. So that's one thing you can do. But as far as like price and is it is it worth it? I tell my buyers. Put your price out there. If you wake up tomorrow morning and it's sold for $5,000 more, I don't want you to say, oh, Jen, I should have offered five more. You go with the, your max price. This is what I want. And if you wake up tomorrow morning and you find that it went for 1000 more, you have to be okay with it. So just put your best offer forward. And that's, um, but that's different. Like I said, that's different for everybody. It's some, I've had some people look at eight houses and not get them. And on the ninth house, they're like, I don't care. I'm going to pay well over asking. Uh -huh. I want to get this house. Right. Very an individual experience, basically. Very much so, especially as of late. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, this is great. Um, 
So final question that we have, uh, if anybody wants to uh, connect with you or if anyone is thinking of buying or selling a house, uh, what is the best way for them to do that? Oh, that would be great. So people can connect with me at, um, they can go to, I've, I've started posting all of, basically on all of these social media outlets, but my website is Jennifer Hunt. It's all one word, jenniferhunt.com. And then it's B like boy, H H like Harry, S like Sam, N E properties.com. That stands for Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, New England Properties. I know it's a mouthful. Um, I will give you my email and my phone number yeah. and people can find me. I've got a Google web page. I'm on LinkedIn and um, Instagram, but my email is just Jennifer Hunt at bhhsne.com. And then my telephone number is 860-770-3599. And um, I service all of Connecticut, not Fairfield County. There are different MLS, but besides that, I service all of Connecticut. And just so you know, a little plug for myself. Yeah. If you, if, if somebody has questions, you don't, I tell people this all the time. You don't have to call me because you want to buy or sell. If you have a question about real estate, if you've got a question about anything, anything real estate related, um, the market, you know, where rates are going, I'm happy to talk to you about it. And if you're thinking down the line, I have some clients who say, listen, we're going to list in a year, but we talk every, every other month just to stay in touch. And the third thing if you're moving to Florida or Missouri and you need a realtor out there, I have connections. I'm only licensed in Connecticut, but I could set somebody up with a with a licensed realtor in a different state. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's all about who you know, right? It certainly I is. It is. Perfect. Uh, it's been an honor to have you on this show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Well, thank you, Emmett. It's been really nice. I know I did most of the talking, but it's been nice good. talking to you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.